Hey everybody, welcome back to the Water Boys Rugby Podcast. We're on Skype today. It's been a while. Mark's beard is a little bit longer, so <laughs> it's been a while since our last chat, but it's it's awesome to be back as usual. Um, there's been quite a bit going on in the rugby world. Rainbow Cup, uh, the it's it's been changed. We're now having Curry Cup version four. And <laughs> so uh, we, we're going to chat about that. We're also going to chat about the Varsity Cup, Varsity Shield. There's been a lot of upsets um, in, in the Varsity Cup this year. Team, the teams are that, that are performing is obviously a big surprise. But Mark, let's first chat about the, the Rainbow Cup. What was your reaction when you heard that we're going to be having another domestic competition? We're not going to be going abroad anymore this year. I'm just looking at the your facial expressions, and I think that that tells it all. Um, yeah, um, it's pretty disappointing, and I'm I'm not quite sure I understand why um, this has happened because they knew when they organised the Rainbow Cup that there would be still would be COVID in England and in the UK, and it seems like no one really knows what's going on. No one wants to make decisions, so I feel a bit sorry for our unions. I think it's going to cost us financially. A bit, and um, I feel sorry for our fans because now we have to watch again uh, the local <laughs> competition. But to be fair, our standard of rugby seems to be increasing. Um, definitely from when we started doing these podcasts, the the standard has been much better. The past couple of months, the players have been jutting together nicely. Some youngsters coming through, so it's disappointing because I mean it would have been nice to see the Stormers against Leinster or Munster against the Bulls, but. It is what it is, and um, yeah, we have to move forward. I think the I think maybe the coaches started listening to our podcast and they yeah. thought <laughs> they, they they want us to be more positive. So, yeah. but yeah, you 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 actually very right with what you said about how they knew COVID was going to be around. So why did they plan it if they were just going to cancel it? This must be some conspiracy, bro. Maybe Warren Gatland so. got it cancelled somehow. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, yeah, I mean, I was also really disappointed. So, it would have been nice if they tried to innovate and do something different. Like, th- there were quite a few people mentioning that maybe they should do um, whether uh, like a, a, a Springbok team uh, plays against the different unions. Uh, there were uh, obviously we, w- we wouldn't be able to use our foreign based players for that, but some people were suggesting that, other people were suggesting we maybe do a uh, like a North versus South game and, you know, just mix it up. Or there was even a suggestion of doing, doing a curry cup, but you play for the team you were born, the, the team where you come from. So uh, if you were born in Western Cape, you play for Stormers, or if you were born in Free State, you play for Cheetahs. So it would have been nice to see something different just to make it more interesting. But at the same time, uh, I do know that the South African Rainbow Cup uh, they've got TV deals in the UK, so those games are getting showed in the UK. So obviously, from a financial point of view, it makes sense to do this. Yeah, and you can't really play for like what you said about playing for the province where you're born in. I mean, that doesn't work financially either, because mm. you know, if if you've got, let's say, someone like Kulisi was born in the Eastern Cape, so must he just not play? I mean, who will pay his salary? You know, like if they say yeah. he plays for the Kings, then the Sharks aren't going to pay for him to play for the Kings. But I mean, it would be nice eventually one day. But yeah, it is, it's disappointing and it would be nice to see someone do something exciting for the fans. It just seems to be, it's all about money, really. Um, but yeah, and uh, to be fair, it's the same for, for the teams in the Pro 14. I mean, 
they're watching the same games again now. You know, Leinster played Munster about six times this year. So it's that used to be a big rivalry, happens once or twice a year. And now it's nothing special anymore, you know? Exactly, yeah. And I guess, yes, sport is professional now. You Those are kind of like pipe dreams. Uh, but yeah. it, it would have been cool if they at least tried something different. But uh, as you said, the, the level of rugby is increasing yeah. quite a bit. I was really impressed by the Stormers, uh, yeah. especially in the first the first quarter of the yeah. first quarter of that match, um, Mark. What, what are your thoughts about that game, Stormers against the Sharks? Yeah, the when I when I started watching the game, I thought it was going to be a hundred nil. I mean, we we started like a house on fire, um, and it's nice to see some players performing. I thought Demi Villemsa was good. Mm. Uh, I thought Herschel Jankies was good. I love I love how Herschel Jankies is always running those lines to score. Um, it's exactly what a scrum off should be doing. Every time there's a half gap and someone makes a break, Herschel Jankies is on their shoulder, and it's that's good. Um, I think he, him and Fuff, I think we we pretty sorted for nines. Um, yeah, and nice, you know, the the Stormers have got the whole Springbok front row, so it's always it's always nice to see the boys roll out. And just disappointing that there was no no consistency. We we scored six points after that first 10, 15 minutes, and um, a lot of unanswered points and. You just wonder where where did that come from, and also very disappointing. I must mention to see Kate Wollitzer get injured. Mm. I hope that's not too serious because I think he was playing well and he's so young. Um, yeah, you don't, see, you don't want to see him miss nine months now, especially just before the Lions tour. Um, he's so good, eh? He yeah. he really impressed me in that game, yeah. and I really think the combination of him at ten and Willemsed fifteen yeah. is definitely the way to go. I've always preferred Willemsed fifteen, but yeah. I heard. Cade has injured his um, ACL and he's out for for the rest of the season. So that's, so that's unlucky. It's really yeah. unlucky. He, he could definitely be a Springbok 10 one day. Yeah. So that, that's think, very um, positive. What you're saying about Willemso, I agree. I think Willemso very often tries to do a little bit too much because he's got all the skill. But at 10, he often, he often wants to do something himself when um, sometimes you just need to pass. And at 15, yes. he's got a lot more a lot more often when he gets the ball it's time to do something you know time to make a step or a kick whereas at fly half often your job is to just release the players outside you and I think he tries to take too much responsibility as a fly off to break the line himself whereas mm. Mollitzer seemed very content to catch and pass and sometimes that's all all that's needed so it'll be interesting to see now because Warwick Lance also injured so we will probably start is Tim Swill fit because he'll probably I don't know start. where he is yeah he wasn't even on the bench so but uh What's the, the reserve fly-off? Is that Abner van Rennen? He's been pretty impressive. So, yeah, we're building some nice depth, but just feel sorry for, for Cade. Yeah, and as you said about, like, the distribution distributor role of a fly-off, Cade does that so well. He created uh, one brilliant try yesterday by distributing. Yeah. So that's really unlucky for the Stormers. And the, the Stormers really played so well, but when they got that red card, you know, yeah. it, it was very early on in the match, and that, really damages morale and then they got a yellow card and then that guy got a yellow card again so they they had two players off so I mean the fact that it was only a three-point difference at the end of the game is quite embarrassing for the Sharks because the Storm is really putting a good fight what do you what do you think about this rule with um, when you get a red card you can bring a player on after 20 minutes I think it's a cool rule Um, I think it's obviously something they're experimenting with because they don't want um, 
they they don't want it to ruin a whole game. So yeah. I, I I really like it, and I think it could work. What what do you think? Yeah, I think it's good. Um, I, I guess it depends which team you support on the day because. <laughs> If it's a World Cup final and England get a red card, then of course, as a South African fan, we want them to stay off the whole game. But let's say if after Clay got a red card in the World Cup final, then we'd love to bring on Herschel Jankies after 20 minutes. So I think it's nice. There's so many games that get ruined because of like an accidental uh, poor clean out or like Sinatra was, it's, it's a red card what he did, but it's accidental. He didn't, yes. he was running and, you know, so it's a red card, but there's no need to ruin the game. So I think that's, it's a good rule. And also, um, this captain's referral. We chat about that because yes, yeah. I, but I think I think what do you, what do you think? Let's see. Let's see what do you think. And then... Well, but before before I mention that, maybe what with the red card thing, maybe what they should do is they should introduce like a third card, a green card maybe, yeah. or like orange card. I don't know, something like yeah. that. Pink card even. But yeah. <laughs> so something between a yellow card and a red card, and mm. then maybe only red card for like something really bad, like punching someone or something completely deliberate because as you said with Sinatla that was accidental but it was re also really dangerous but you don't want it to ruin the whole game so yeah. um, I thought it was quite nice in his case but with the captain's referral thing um, it's kind of similar to the white card mm. the white card rule I think it's cool I don't see a problem with it uh, it's I think they only allowed one referral per game so I think it's cool why not why, why not give it a try um, yeah. it might it might actually uh, it it gives more power to 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 the teams if they think yeah. they made the wrong call. So I quite like it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I just think um, the the problem comes when, like, let's say, like the TMO should still be looking at everything himself, and there shouldn't have to be a captain's referral because the ref should pick everything up. The you know the refereeing team, but I think in a case when they miss it, you know, there's a lot of things that happen on the field that only the players realize. Um, so it is good. I just think it, it's not an excuse now for, let's say, the TMO to stop checking things. But of course. In, in, you know, as a player myself, I think it's a good rule because sometimes you'll be in a ruck and you feel some, someone's shoulder in your head or a little finger around your eye. And this, often the ref can't see it. The TMO is not going to look at every ruck. So yeah, it's a good, good idea. I like some of these new innovations, keeping the game fresh. Yeah, it's kind of feeling like the Varsity Cup experimenting yeah. with a whole bunch of things uh do you do you remember a few years ago when they tried the two refs on a field for for, for the varsity cup do you remember uh, that yeah like what like what it was one in each half wasn't it yeah so uh, something yeah like i think no i think there were just two refs all the time just watching watching the rucks so it was interesting <laughs> but yeah. yeah i i suppose it's maybe a bit of an overkill because mm. you've already got the yeah. linesman and the linesman yeah. maybe just need to work on doing a better job but that's a whole different discussion. Um, so we spoke about the Stormers. They're looking really good. They were unlucky. Uh, Sharks, wh what do you think of their performance? I think the, the Sharks' back three is very exciting. They've got some brilliant, brilliant wingers and fullbacks. and It's very dangerous every time they get the ball out wide. Um, but to be honest, I was watching the game through a Stormers lens. So <laughs> I, I'm not going to... I mean, it's weird seeing Sia Khaleesi running around in a Sharks jersey. Mm. Uh, that was a bit strange. But... Um, yeah, Sharks are missing some, I think, quite a few hookers. Um, Dylan Richardson is injured, and I think um, Donald Yost is injured. So, yeah. yeah, I think we got the beating of them up front, but their their back line looks, looks pretty exciting. The Kanye Arms playing well. Yeah, yeah, and um, that that lock did well, hey? Um, yeah. 
Um, I think his name's Hugo, hey? Something Perhaps. like that. I, I don't know. I don't know. He, he scored a hat-trick. A, a lock score in a hat-trick. I mean, I that's, can't believe it. that's I like seeing a, a red moon. That's crazy. That's yeah. so rare. I, but, uh, I was a lock and I never scored. I scored like one try <laughs> a season if I was lucky. So. I, um, I, expect, I expect the unexpected with the Sharks these days after that. That reserve prop scored that sixty meter try. So, <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing even surprises me anymore. Yeah. yeah, no, he. I think he was on the bench yesterday. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean the the Sharks were lucky to win that, but they they do have a strong team, and I thought it was actually a pretty exciting game as well in ter- in terms of, especially from the the Stormers, their yeah. love offloads, creativity, but the the Bulls game was was a little bit rough and tough and yeah. not as exciting. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's what you expect from a North derby. So Lions were looking, Lions were looking pretty poor. Uh, yeah, it wasn't an easy game to watch. But the Bulls, they Chris Smith had a good game, I think. Yeah, uh, uh, I the, think the the Lions aren't great, but I think the Bulls are good, and you only you can only be as good as the opposition allows you to be. And the Bulls are starting to look like the Bulls of old. They just physical grunt you like if i was a player playing against the bulls i would not be looking forward to it you know you know you're going to wake up on sunday morning and you're gonna you're gonna be bruised you're gonna be sore um and yeah chris smith is playing well and they've still got more they stayed on the bench so mm. they, they're building incredible depth with their signings um yeah they've, they've, they've got probably two or three teams i could put out that would probably beat most teams so mm. yeah i think the bulls are are strong contenders or I was going to say to win the Rainbow Cup, but now to win Curry Cup version 2.0. <laughs> version yeah. 4.0. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I think Mornay Stain, he's probably not going to play for too much longer. Maybe another no. year, maybe two max. But Johan Gursen's coming in, who I think will be a nice senior figure. Um, I would not really like him to... See, I would not really like to see Johan Gursen going in front of Chris Smith because I think... Mm. Chris Smith is a young young player, and we want to give him an opportunity. Um, but who knows? May, I suppose they'll just swap them out. Whoever is in yeah. form, and Marcel could see her. He's now at the Bulls. He didn't play yesterday, but he's at the Bulls now. He was released early on his contract. Yeah. I think he's going to make big waves. Well, for Merlin's also at the Bulls, and he's still injured. So yeah. you know they got some car, and um, they just they were an incredible loose forwards. It's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, the Bulls are. Bulls are building a, a a pretty strong pretty strong squad. Did you see what the I think it was the CEO of the Bulls said? Uh, no. I posted on my story the other day. He said some some a journalist or someone asked him, um, "Has it been how has it been uh, buying all these players?" Something along those lines. And he basically said, "Jake thought a lot of players weren't good enough." And we replaced them with good players. <laughs> so basically <laughs> saying, because, you know, they got rid of a lot of yeah. guys like Berger, Woodendall and a few other guys. Yeah. But really, like, so savage. Like, we yeah. replaced them with decent yeah. players. <laughs> they weren't decent. Yeah. <laughs> so savage. Yeah. But it's good to be honest. I mean, you don't want to be... It's nice. It's nice. I always enjoy having a coach that tells you how it is. Yeah. Um, you don't want to be in someone's team and you're sitting on the bench or you're not getting picked. And he, he won't tell you to your face that he just doesn't think you're very good. So I think it's good to be honest with players and at least they know where they stand. And, you know, for those players that got released, it's actually not a bad thing because now they're getting regular game time at other unions. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, anyway. that's true. I mean, Burger Wood and Dow wouldn't have really been 
yeah. who wouldn't have played much of a big role, probably. But with the Lions, um, Tian Swanepoel is l- looking really good at fullback. Yeah. Um, I would because Alton Yankees is now in France for a bit, but I think only I think it's a short term thing. So really? yeah, so that. yeah, yeah. So he, he's Thanks. there for a bit. That's why he didn't play. Fred Zeilinger played. I think Fred cool. Zeilinger used to play for the Greek quiz. Eh? Yeah, Fred uh, Zeilinger's been 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 everywhere, but I don't think he's uh, he's not top class really. He's just a nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just standing in. So yeah. I thought Tian Swanepoel would have played a ten, but yeah. he played at fifteen. But yeah, yeah anyway, I mean, uh, the important thing is the guys are playing and yeah. the, they a lot more match fit than they were in Super yeah. Rugby Unlocked, and uh, I think we're becoming more and more ready for for the Lions, yeah. but. Let's move on to the Varsity Cup and the Varsity Shield. Mark, are you missing playing in the Varsity Cup? I am. Uh, I, I knew this would happen when I started. When you know, when you put it on Super Sword One and you see the boys run out playing rugby, um, I obviously miss it. Um, and there's been some good games, some exciting rugby. Um, just a pity there's no crowds because that was always Gears at Varsity mm. Cup when there's you know thousands of students having a good time. So, yeah, I think um, I'm missing it. Um, but, yeah, it's just nice to see that they've got it going. Um, it's good that they've made a plan. Absolutely. Yeah, let's talk about your team first, UWC. Um, they've, they've impressed quite a bit this, this, in this year's Curry Cup. Eh? They've, um, they've, I think they've shown a lot of improvement. They're doing well. Yeah, I don't want to single out my mates because I, I'm not going to be biased. But I think... <laughs> I think we've been we've been very good, and I'm I, I won't even say I'm surprised because this is what I what I expected. Um, we we're fronting up more in the forward pack than we we have done, and that gives the foundation for our incredibly exciting back. We we have backline players. I remember at at practice playing touches, and it's I mean I might as well be at home having a a coke on the couch because uh, it's not even a game when I'm when you got these front rows playing against you know our fullback and our wingers. It's, you're just chasing shadows, and they're so exciting, and they can score from anywhere. And with with this Varsity Cup rule of the seven-point try, it really suits our style of play because um, we conceded a couple more tries in some games, but we, we make those points back in two tries because we score from our behind our own goalposts. So, mm. yeah, we've been very good, and we are we're currently sixth on the table, and I'm very very. It's a very good place to be because absolutely I mean, we we're on powerhouse university, but. We're at the top of the bottom half of the table, which is, you know, we're pretty safe at the moment from relegation. We've got a big three games coming up in the next bubble. Um, yeah, I'm very, very proud supporter at the moment. I saw, I saw, I think they played Schimler's last day. That was the most recent uh, game. Schimler's. UJ. We played UJ. Was it, yes, sorry, UJ, oh. UJ. But Schimler's have been quite a shock, eh? They, they haven't won a game since. You know, since... The, tide, the tide has turned in Bloemfontein, I think. Um, uh, Schimler's look like they could be relegation candidates, and CUT are pretty unstoppable. I mean, except C-U-T, for UCT. Eh? CUT, uh, where the heck did they come from, eh? Yeah, well, we, I played against CUT last year, and we lost by 50 points, and I was pretty embarrassed because I thought that they were also quite a small university. And uh, watching them this year, I realized now that maybe we, we weren't that bad, and they were just a very good team, you know? Um, yeah. They've been incredibly impressive. Um, I don't know what's what's going on there. Why Schimler's are so poor and why CUT are so good? They're just across the road from each other. So I don't know if someone, if the money man has decided to switch allegiance or what. But mm. yeah, it's good to see. I like to see the 
different teams and competitive games, you know. Yeah, I see the old Bulls coaches at the Shimmers. Puerto uh, yeah. Human. Human. Yeah. 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 So maybe that's why. No offense to him, but he hasn't had the yeah. best run recently. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, obviously CUT have been a big shock. They lost really badly to UCT recently, yeah. which was a surprise. But UCT, eh? They've been looking oh, yeah. really, really good. At least, at least one of the Cape Town sides is is yeah. at the top, which is nice. Yeah, UCT is. Um, they look incredibly impressive. They don't look like losing, to be honest. I think they look like winners. Um, Marty's have been. Very underwhelming. You mm. can't say dis- disappointing because I'm not disappointed. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's strange. I think I think this bubble has affected them because they they rely a lot on some contracted Stormers players, and I think John Dobson doesn't want to let some players go for a whole week to the bubble, and he wants them training with the Stormers, and that obviously there's probably a couple of guys who can't play for Marty's who who would be able to play if they didn't have to go for eight, nine days to a bubble. Um, and obviously, in Varsity Cup with the age limit, there's always going to be a turnover of teams. So you're never going to be able to build a squad for 10 years. You know, it's going to be most players are there for three, four, five years max. And it seems like Marty's are in some sort of a rebuilding phase. And maybe UCT is in some sort of a peak because it's, it's always been Marty's, UCT, UWC, you know, in that order. And now UCT seems to be running away with it. So it's nice to see... It's nice to see Marty's play and other teams be competitive. It's, uh, I, I hate when Marty's win 18-0. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and as you say, like a, a new generation of players, you can't have those guys studying BCom first year for 10 years. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Marty's definitely have been the biggest surprise in terms of yeah. performance because they're normally the powerhouse, or they have been for the past three years, three, four years. So um, that was a shock, but... It's so nice that it's so competitive. The yeah. Varsity Cup is so competitive at the moment. And the table this year is completely different to what it was last year. Yeah. And it's, I think it's good for our sport. You don't want one team dominating the whole time. I think it's brilliant. Um, uh, it, it really, it, it's also good for the players because if you're a player for a smaller university and you play against Martys and you want to get, you want to get scouted, you've got no chance because you, you don't see the ball when you play against Martys or the, the Martys of old. But now every game is competitive, so every every game, every player has a chance to to put their hand up, and um, yeah, I've, I've I've enjoyed it. I think the standard of rugby in some games hasn't been great, but what is always good with the Varsity Cup is is exciting tries because you know the youngsters like to throw the ball around, and you see people do things they wouldn't do if they were playing at a Super Rugby level, and I think that's great. People can express themselves. Yeah. Absolutely, it's it's such a highest a level of rugby, and yeah. we've spoken about before how how Varsity Cup really produces so many good players, and the Varsity Shield that's also been going on for a while. There's been some good performances, some not so good performances. Have, have, have you watched much of the Varsity Shield? I've tried. Um, it's a bit painful. Some of the games, um, <laughs> some some of the rugby has been shocking. I think it's DUT. Um, mm-hmm. It's a uh, I think it's them. I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but they've lost every game by almost 100 points or more than 100 points. They lost one game by 139-11 or something, and that was on SuperSport One. And it's it's actually it's a bit embarrassing, I think, to put that on SuperSport One. <laughs> it's not a good look. Um, yeah. And you know, no offense to the players who are playing for that university, but that's not that's not what that's not that's not TV rugby. And 
uh, I think it's a bit, it's not good for the team that they're playing against and it's not good for them. Um, yeah. And I don't know why, why not have less universities of a higher standard or even have three divisions mm. where you have, have the, the, the really bad universities can battle it out. And yeah, but CPUT have been good. And that's also good as a, as a Capetonian, you know? We've got yes, yeah, yeah. They, they, um, I've also seen a lot of talent uh, coming out yeah. of a lot of those games, a lot of, a lot of skill. So, some yeah. of those, I don't know if you saw, I posted that one clip the other day of yeah. that, that guy did like a sidestep and a dummy yeah. kick at the same time. I don't know yeah. how he did it, but uh, <laughs> so it's, it, it's still a good system. And I mean, it's producing the players. So Yeah, that guy that he stepped, I went to, uh, I played with him at Hamilton's and at Western Province Academy. He was the guy that got stepped. So I, when I saw you post that, I was like, oh, shame, poor bloke. <laughs> poor bloke's going to go viral but he's actually that guy that got stepped Nathan Kutu he's, he's actually playing very well for CPUT yeah he got man of the match I think, I think yeah. he got man of the match for that game but I mean yeah. like that's anyone would get stepped by that yeah. I mean <laughs> that, that, that was just a moment of brilliant uh, brilliance by that player but no it's so good to see and schoolboy rugby is back as well mm. which is so nice um, yeah Gray College lost to Paul Jim, which was a, a pretty big moment. Yeah. But obviously, school South African schoolboy rugby without the fans isn't the same. Yeah. But it's yeah. still so good and so important to see the guys out there again. I agree. Uh, I just hope we can keep rugby going um, and that they can play the whole year now um, and nothing gets cancelled because mm. it's in, it's very important for their development to, to play rugby at this age. So... Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, Mark, thanks so much for the chat, as always, man. It's always so cool chatting. Um, thank you guys for listening. We, we appreciate it. As always, leave a comment. Tell us your thoughts. Uh, send us DMs as you watch games. We always like to hear. And uh, until then, we'll see you next time. And until then, Mark's beard will probably get longer. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I need to start growing a beard. I think I need to start. I think I need to, I need to stop growing a bit. I need to get a trim for, for the next one. Yeah, we, we need to match somehow. I, yeah. You either need to shave or I need to, yeah. I need to grow. Yeah. <laughs>